0: L.P. Lunch Hour, produced by the L.P. Lunch Club. Hello, Cavaliers, and welcome back to the L.P. Lunch Hour. I'm your host, Reed Thomason, and today the L.P. Lunch Club will be discussing a topic that is heavy in our hearts, prominent in our minds, and rampant in our society. In the past years, the number of threats within schools has reached an all-time high. We believe that preparation is necessary to ensure the safety of the students, staff, and faculty. L.P. has been fortunate not to have faced any substantial threats in its history. A significant reason for this is the integration of law enforcement in the form of a resource officer. Our current resource officer is Nick Martin, a member of the LaSalle Police Department. Not every school is as fortunate as we are to have a designated individual such as Officer Martin, and the Cavalier family is extremely grateful for his presence. Today in the studio, I have some familiar faces. Max William, Cole Phillips, and Elliot Tubbs. Say hi, guys. Hey, How's it going? And here for a special interview, Officer Nick Martin. How are you doing today, sir? Good, how are you guys doing? Very good. start off, why don't you
1: give us a little bit of your background here at the school? Well, I graduated from LP High School in uh, 1998. Seems a long time ago, but uh, then I went to college, came back to the area. Actually was employed by LP as a security officer um, for four years, I believe. And then I uh, got hired on with the LaSalle Police Department and I've been with them now for 11 years currently been a uh, school resource officer for seven seven and a half years now very good and what uh what does your job entail as a resource officer well as a resource officer you know i patrol the school grounds basically handle any of the legal aspects um of the school and basically make sure the safety of the students through the learning environment what uh does lp currently do to prepare for threats that may arise within the school well lp has a set of emergency and crisis plans that are set up they've been set up for a while now even prior to my start here, um, but those have changed over the years, and those are set through all local law enforcements, LaSalle, Peru, Ogsby, um, and it's kind of a set plan of, for certain instances that happen as far, even as, like, weather, tornadoes, um, you know, shooting incidences as well, and earthquakes. So everything's, we have a crisis plan for every situation that occurs that could occur in this plan. Some of the things we do, um, we also have a school task force meetings, and those those, um, happen every two months. We discuss kind of things that go on through the school year, um, different ways that we can enhance the safety of the school. um, If there's any problems that have come up, how do we deal with them and whatnot. Um, We do a lot of things to prepare, actually. There's a lot of things that go behind the scenes that a lot of people aren't aware of it. One thing that's great about LP, too, is we have our own security staff, which is great because a lot of schools don't have that. And we have an outside security guy who can monitor the outside of the building, which is very helpful to me as well. We also do police training exercises um, in the summer when school is not even in session. We'll have, we'll have this the like LaSalle police come in. We'll coordinate them. We'll do some kind of drills as far as um, an active shooter drill, um, which is very helpful for when school is in session and say something does come up we're prepared for that situation. Within your
0: time serving as the resource officer at LP, uh, has there been any changes in protocol to better ensure the safety
1: of the students and faculty? There's been some changes throughout the years, definitely. I mean, even in my days as being the security officer here and then being an SRO, there's been a lot of changes. And one of the, one of the you know, we were fortunate enough to have a big renovation here. So that helped us a lot by enhancing some of the security aspects of the building itself. And one of those areas I was, like touch base on is our greeters area, where the, our main entrance. You know, your nearest past, you could just, you know, pretty much walk in the building, and go to the lady that was sitting there. Well, not anymore. It's pretty much a locked facility. You have to get buzzed in. You have to, you know, come into the entrance, and then you have to get locked or buzzed in. Excuse me. You have to get buzzed in again to even get into the main building. You have to explain why you're there at the school, what's your purpose of being there, where you're going. Um, so that's we. That's so that we know who's in the building. And one of those ways we know is every visitor that comes in is going to have to show their ID. You have to have some form of ID, um, state ID is pretty much required, and you'll hand that to the greeter and then they'll run that through a database we call Raptor. And Raptor system um, basically runs everybody's name and ID through a system to make sure they're not um, a child sex offender registered anywhere, because obviously we don't want those people in our building. So. That's one of the, that's one of the main one of the main things I want to touch base on was that cuz that's a big issue you know you can't just leave the doors open so anybody can just walk in um, You leave yourself open for a lot of you know definite problems that could occur Another thing that was great I think is LP went to a system called Alice which is Alice is alert lockdown inform counter evacuate and what that does is it gives our students options it gives our students faculty and students options instead of just impairs past go in the room, turn off the lights, and be quiet. Well, you know, we looked at that. We've done some different things, tests and anything different conferences, and we'd like to give our students and faculty some options. So the best option for you is to get away, to leave the building. You have that option now. Um, so without going, like I said, there's some things I'm not going to be able to say that give too much specifics, but that's something that is, I'm very proud that we're doing at this time. Um, some other changes would be We went to a tip line and it ended up being a pretty good success big success for us and we got a lot of information we went end up going this year to crisis go which kind of enhanced it a little bit and crisis go also has an anonymous tip line but it also has our crisis plans on there and our school rosters are on there for every class hour um and it gives alerts out to every teacher that every teacher had can have that on their phone so they're gonna alerts if there's something going on in the building they're gonna be alerted to what's going on and they can take the appropriate action if they do. So that's a really nice tool that our teachers and staff here have. One other thing we've done is code red drills. We enhance our code red drills, our training with the faculty and staff. We brought in law enforcement to do some of those things. We do those with students and without. Um, We try to make the ones without students a little more um, advanced, a little more in depth. So teachers know what to expect when law enforcement is coming into the building to handle a certain situation.
0: LP's been successful in dealing with threats against the school before they become a physical danger to the student body. What do you think security and law enforcement should continue to do to ensure their safety, and do you think that there's anything that should be changed?
1: Well, one of the main things is we've we got to keep rats practice, 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 and drill, drill, drill. Because um, the more you do that, the more consistent you get in those areas, the more it's going to be like second nature to you. You're going to know what to do when something happens. You're going to know that, hey, I need to do this. This is my role. Um, and I can't preach that enough. You know, we need to do some of that, and we need to train our staff. You know, this, this is what's going to happen when this happens. So I can't say that enough. Practice and drilling is important. Um, it also, it's good to get to know who's in the building. I touched base on this with you know, our name tag and everything, but it's good to get to know the students as well. Another thing that I think is important um, to, to ensure the safety is to stay up to date on, on the current trends. Um, I'm sure you guys know things are changing like crazy with social media and whatnot, and you know it's constantly changing. For us to keep up on that, you know, once I get to know something that's going on, I think, yeah, hey, I got to hold on this. Here comes something else. It's constant, and that's what's good about me going to like these conferences and everything because they have speakers that will bring these different apps and different, you know, photograph apps or what I just call them all apps because I think they're all apps anymore, but and to keep me up to date on all that stuff. You know, it's just, in my mind, it's just about staying up with the trends, getting to know who's in the building, and talking to the people, being available. Um, also, take every threat seriously. Follow up on every little threat. Don't take anything lightly. Because, you know, just because somebody kind of nonchalantly says something, well, no, we're gonna take that seriously. Every little thing nowadays is taken to the utmost um, importance. And we don't shy away from it. We're gonna look into it. We're gonna follow up on it. Um, And, you know, you guys are are our best best, um, source of information. That's why it's important. If you guys hear something, it's important that you guys get on that tip line. You know, go see your counselor. Come see me in the office. Come see security. Let somebody know. You know, you might think, oh, I don't want to get anybody in trouble, but then again, how would you feel if you didn't say anything and something serious happens? You know, then it's too late. And as far as maybe things that can be changed, we're constantly changing little things here and there to ensure them better, but something I would like to do maybe is more drills into later in the year. Well, you kind of touched on this slightly already, but to what extent do you think students should be involved in contingency planning for these situations? And do you think the involvement of students currently is sufficient? Yeah, students need to be involved in some way. Um, students need to know their roles and what they can do to only to help themselves and help others. I mean, there's certain things that students don't need to know, though, um, and there's reasons for that. Um, students don't need to know everything that we're going to do as law enforcement or as administration, as staff, um, without going to those specifics too much. And I believe LP does a good job, I really do. I think you know, LP's up to date on that. You know, everybody here is wanting to make this a safer place. They're open to all my ideas. They could be possibly more involvement, but with students, we could do more, yes, but there's an also a side of that where we don't want it to be too traumatic for the students here. We don't want it to be the point where if we don't have to go through a traumatic event, we don't want to have to put certain students through that because it is a, it is a traumatic thing, you know. And some if we don't have to go through this ever in our lives, hopefully we don't ever have to here at LP. I hope to God we don't. But you know, in case we do, we need to be prepared. And I don't know if it's there's a big discussion right now of how much to involve students because of the traumatic situations um, within the drills. Um, we don't want to expose the students to too much of that stuff. And the facts that, you know, us as law enforcement, we as an SRO have to see and do, um, you know, certain students shouldn't have to go through that type of stuff.
0: Personally, I would agree. I think that to coordinate an entire student body in that type of effort, especially um, one that can be traumatic for the students, uh, is unlikely. I think that... Overall, you want to protect them, but still have them have a pleasant experience mm-hmm. in school. You don't want to frighten them to the point. Right. Well, Officer Martin, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, more importantly, have- yeah, for sure. Thank you for everything you do for LP. More importantly, thank you. Um, I think we all can agree that your presence is extremely beneficial to the school, um, sure. as well as the rest of security. Uh, so, Cavalier family, we thank you for tuning in to the LP lunch hour. If you have any concerns within the school, please do not hesitate to use the Safe to Speak Up website, inform a staff member, or reach out to Officer Martin. The well-being of our school is not only up to the security and law enforcement, but also the student body. Once again, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next week on the LP Lunch Hour. The LP Lunch Hour, produced by... The OP Lunch Club.